Yeah, thanks for clicking. You're listening to Time In with yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me is always the superhero movie hating Anthony North. Hey, 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 thanks for calling that out because I've been waiting for a long time to talk about this. I've been I've been watching uh, nothing but junk uh, for the last fifteen years. If I have to watch another Captain America plays the Iron Man uh, who beats uh, the, you know some some MCU junk, uh, and then you call that cinema, uh, well, I'm gonna have Martin Scorsese come over to your house and burn it down, Goodfellas style. And if you know what I'm saying, Tommy. Yeah, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I think it's, it's, we're going crazy with the superheroes. Then eventually the superheroes are going to have to get even super, and then they're going to have to take steroids, and then there's going to be a big scandal, uh, cause cheating scandals happen all the time. And speaking of cheating scandals, uh, our dear buddy, Mr. Ricardo Lungus is embroiled in a mini one himself. He's, that's why he's not here right now. Uh, he was involved in a hamburger eating contest. And apparently, uh, he took a cue from those fishing guys that were weighing the fish with the lead weights, and he was putting them in his opponent's burgers. And one of the guys uh, was choking, had to go to the hospital. And uh, also, he was covered in baby oil because apparently that was going to get the burgers to slide down his face. It was just a big mess. Uh, he's got lawyers involved. I think we probably said too much. So uh, I don't know. I've, I hope he gets better. Uh, this is a disease, uh, cheating that, uh, it's still hamburger eating is not a sport per se, but, uh, for, for uh, Ricardo, it kind of is. So, uh, even though he comes from a great sports family, he's just a black sheep. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so we, we, we got some stuff to talk about here. Uh, when, you know, he's gone, we're going to talk about, uh, mainly, of course, we like to talk about college football. And we're coming off of college football with a very competitive weekend, which means there was a lot of boring football. Unless you're a diehard football fan, we understand that, uh, refs were kind of like rampant. Uh, they were kind of like rats, uh, you know, like in a subway, uh, you know, trying to hold up, uh, traffic and eat pizza and stuff like that. That's what rats do in New York. You've never been. Uh, but uh, I want to say this uh, real quick, just to start off uh, uh, with this. I want to give hats off to Kyle Van Trees, uh, the uh, Georgia Southern quarterback, put up 578 yards with four touchdowns against uh, a stellar James Madison. And uh, that uh, gave him a 152 quarterback rating. And another guy who's right behind him uh, was, uh, was Michael Penix, uh, the, the uh, UW quarterback who put up 516, four touchdowns, 210 quarterback rating against Arizona, against the not-so-wildcats. So, so uh, what do you think about that one there, pal? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was uh, beautiful. Uh, you know, it's probably one of the highlights of the day. And, you know, m- most people were watching, you know, that James Madison game. They're, you know, undefeated team facing, uh, you know, up and uh, coming uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, who actually uh, never threw the ball until this year. I mean, that, that was just like a, that wasn't a service academy offense, you know, triple option all day. Uh, now all of a sudden they throw the thing, uh, and apparently nobody expected that, even though they've been doing it all year. And, uh, you know, that's why Scott Frost is now unemployed. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that happened you would, you could have went back on. Uh, but what I love, uh, is Georgia Southern. I mean, not only did they abandon the triple option, that team ran for 12 yards yesterday. And scored forty five points. That's that's some beautiful football, if you ask me. Who needs the ground? Who who wants to run? Nobody, nobody. You just throw it. You throw it for scores, and, and you do it all day. So Calvin Trees is my uh, player of the week, uh, and, and obviously best quarterback in America. Uh, no doubt about that one. Dad, 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 you think that he's going to get excited and go up in the mountains and start dancing and tutoring uh, families? Uh, dad. So that's uh. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll probably be Good. up there with Ricardo uh, after he gets away. You know, gets away from the authorities. Uh, they'll be they'll be up there. Uh, you know, having their little uh, uh, seance. You know, and uh, saying hello to the clouds. Uh, you know, of, of whatever uh, species of uh, or you know plants that grow up there. Uh, but yeah. look, there's there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of good times in the future uh, for Calvin Trees and uh, you know and, and yeah and, and you know the offers are coming. You know, nil deals, uh, big time programs. You know, probably go with uh, Clay Hilton. You know, they'll probably go together. Yeah, uh, find find themselves a, a nice little place. Uh, you know, currently inhabited by a uh, soon to be fired head coach. Uh, and then they're gonna have a great time. You know, Georgia Southern will probably miss them and uh, wish them well. But and uh, there's always another player, another coach waiting for you. Georgia Southern, don't worry. Uh, you know these these guys these guys aren't yeah. gonna stick around, but you'll find somebody. Yeah, they're like a pest dispenser of colleges. They just gotta crank out the coaches like that. And uh, speaking of cranking out, uh, they uh, they uh, up there in 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 Salt Lake City, uh, which to me always sounds like a, a frontier adventure land. You take the kids and uh, you know pop some balloons and win a bear. Uh, but they, uh, so up there, you saw that that game. That was crazy because Lincoln logs. I've been predicting all year they're gonna lose one sometime. And uh, I predicted this one, uh, but a two-point conversion, a two-point conversion that was going to call could have cost Utah the game. They decided to go for it late in the game. That means that that uh, that CJ Williams has got to go down the stretch of the field in like what forty seconds or something like that. Whatever the time was, maybe it wasn't that. Yeah, it was something like that. Forty, fifty seconds, and uh, and he could he tried. There was a lot of penalties, of course. Pac-12 uh, football is uh, filled. With penalties, especially toward the end of the game, it's kind of like watching a basketball game sometimes. Uh, so, uh, what you think about that one there, pal? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're down by seven. I mean, you got to score eight. I mean, it's a it's a simple math issue, uh, you know, and that's what he did. I mean, you know, that's Kyle Whittingham's known for being a, an intellectual type, uh, you know, and, and he understood the situation uh, really well. He got there uh, with his abacus and he was moving uh moving uh, all the little pieces around and uh and made the right call. So uh, Lincoln Logs uh, should go back to school. He should stop dropping them and uh, you know maybe go back and get himself a little education. Uh, yeah. I, I think it might do him good, you know. That, that USC weather gets to your head. Uh, you know, you start thinking all about the, uh, you know, bikini babes on the surfboards and you forget oh, the yeah. fact that you forget the fact that you're at a football game in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, you wonder why all these people are so excited without any alcohol. Uh, you know, it, it makes you start questioning yourself and your choices in life. And the next thing you know, uh, you lose to Kyle Whittingham. I mean, it's a, it was a, yeah. a bad day, but, uh, but you know, look, Caleb Williams, it was not his fault. I mean, the guy was crying. He was bawling after the game. Yeah, he was crying. Yeah, uh, so but he had, look, he threw five touchdowns. I mean, what do you want? You know, it, it was a good day for Caleb Williams. Uh, yeah. It's all Lincoln Logs' fault. I mean, again, uh, this yeah. guy's come up short when everybody counts on him. Yeah, Caleb, I called him CJ. I don't know. It'd go, go crazy. But how fast do you think that Lincoln Logs was trying to scurry to that plane? Uh, you know, that program has a habit of uh, leaving coaches behind. Fly, yeah, yeah. He fly, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually, like, he had a backup plan. Uh, and and it, it involved uh, a series uh, of all types of uh, random modes of transportation uh, so that he could get back to USC uh, by Monday. Because, uh, I mean, everybody's aware what can happen, uh, you know, yeah. uh, to a guy. Lane Kiffin talked about it, uh, you know, in the lead up to, uh, you know, the Auburn game. And they, they asked him the question, like, what do you do when you're on the hot seat? What do you, you know, maybe not ask me. Uh, maybe you, maybe 
you remember what happened uh, when I was three and two uh, at USC, uh, and, and, yeah. and my old my old friends there uh, decided that that my seat was uh, taken, and then that was yeah. that. You know, uh, so yeah. look, uh, there were a lot of things, but you know, I, I give Lincoln Riley credit. Uh, for for thinking this one out uh, yeah. and, and figuring out how to lose a game but remain a head coach, uh, so you know, good good work there. Uh, you yeah, know, you're yeah. doing something a lot of guys haven't been able to figure out this year. Yeah, he'll 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 be fine. Yeah, I I, I want to jump over to the same state before we get into one of the bigger games. Uh, but uh, we're jumping over to the other uh, to, to the BYU. Uh, and uh, remember when BYU was ranked? I mean, I feel like it wasn't that that long ago, but uh, Arkansas. Uh, comes to town, Razorbacks, and uh, they uh, Razorback uh, clearly uh, winning uh, against them was not on the menu uh, because um, there's uh, BYU's a Mormon school and whatever. What's your, the Mormon? Is there like a Mormon kosher? Like, would they, they like do they? Is there like a do they have like a diet like the, the desert lizards that they eat or can't eat or? Because you know a lot of religions don't eat pork, and you know I it just I'm thinking of the Razorback. That's a pig, a boar, basically. So, uh, wait, I'm just I, I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like I feel like that's maybe be like the one thing they do eat. I feel like a lot of times Mormons is kind of it's kind of like the uh, it's like the middle finger uh, to all other religions, uh, you know. And, and a lot of religions they you know they talk about like uh, uh, wines and and they talk about you know nights of debauchery. Uh, look, the Mormons they they, they prefer uh, you know just keep yourself covered, uh, but also uh, do not ingest any of that uh, you know uh, tea, coffee, alcohol, anything uh, other than water and uh basically water so uh you know maybe maybe a little like a milk before bed help you calm down at night or something but uh that that's about it so you know i feel like the, the pork's fine though you know you can eat the pork you just can't like uh you can't do that like dr pepper thing where you know you uh you know you, you slow oh, yeah. cook it all yeah, day yeah. you gotta avoid that the caffeine uh you know that'll that'll infect the meat uh it, it ruins it uh yeah, yeah so but they, gotta, they do yeah but they eat a lot of pineapple because you got a lot of Polynesian guys that come there and play very, very well. Apuka Nakua is a, a very talented wide receiver up there. Comes from a family. Everybody knows the name Nakua if you follow college football. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was up there looking like a Tasmanian devil. Uh, you know, you know, doing a bunch of uh, like the spin moves and and peels and stuff like that and slip bys. And uh, yeah, so he, he, I mean, he looked great. But here's the thing: uh, you gotta have a running game, and that's what. Arkansas did because Raheem Sanders put up like over 100. Yeah, the whole team had 277 yards uh, against 115. So that just came down to run, run defense. Uh, I know disrespect to BYU, even though they rushed the field uh, a few weeks ago and kind of sealed their fate. Uh, you don't do that. You're welcoming losses. Um, but congrats to Arkansas. But uh, let's go into the big one here. We're talking about rushing the field. Uh, let's go into the, the biggest game of the week. Why don't you lead this one off since you know so much about it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we already talked about uh, the one team that rushed the field, and, and that was all the happy Utes. Uh, but another uh, another game. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, did, they got yeah. a, they got to me like they went a little overboard, uh, you know, in their celebration with the fireworks, and then you know the hundred thousand people scrambling down to see who can fit on this field. Uh, but like the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, finally did something that they haven't been able to do in almost two decades. And yeah. that's, uh, that, that's to outscore Alabama in a football game. And, and they did. I mean, it wasn't by a lot. Uh, they, they kicked the wobbliest, uh, field goal I've seen all year, but it did go through the upright. 
you know, probably uh, with all the Tennessee fans when they, uh, uh, you know, uh, took their breath in and, and almost uh, asphyxiated. Uh, the, the ball uh, carried through the air. Uh, and then, of course, they took the goalpost and they carried them down to a river. Uh, and, and now they're riding. Yeah. Uh, they're now riding a goalpost in the river. Uh, so it's a nice day in uh, Knoxville. They got uh, dolphins in that river. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they got dolphins, they got goalposts, and, and they've got about a uh, hundred thousand extremely drunk people uh, in some ugly orange uh, sweaters. So yeah. that's uh, th- that's uh, exactly what they got, Tommy. Yeah, but they they got ditched the volunteer navy. You know, they show up with their boats, and there's some yahoos bringing the goalpost. They almost killed a few people bringing that. Uh, they, they, one of them, they said, "Oh, we're gonna go up into like the the uh, up into the stands." Like, well, you're going to go up. What are you going to throw it over the stadium wall? Like, th- these things are not really thought out. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, they, you know, I, I'll, I'll give the volunteers hats off of this. Apparently, there was uh, a spike in the tickets up so high that, you know, that was only like, you know, maybe, uh, what, 5,000 Alabama fans in that stadium. Um, you know, it was just such a small number because they made sure that they made that a home game. My pet peeve is still this, and they did this worse than anybody else. And you know, say it's not focused on football, so shut your mouth. No, it's about when whoever's in charge of music still starts playing things like Hell's Bells. Do you realize the, the Hell's Bells by ACDC, great song, it means that you're done. It's basically stick a fork in them. And you're playing this throughout the game. You, you, you done the heads need to knock this stuff off because you're going to jinx the team. And then on top of that, you play the song like 500 times, you watch the field. So I'm saying that Tennessee has jinxed themselves. I think that, you know, you watch the field when it's the top of the mountain, when the pinnacle. After that happens, you're going downhill. You're not a big, big program. You're going to rush the field. You're a big Tennessee fan. You said, see, I knew that was going to happen. No big deal. I almost left the game because I knew we were going to win that one. Because I knew that Alabama's kicker was going to go uh, a little right on that 50-yarder. Uh, and I knew our uh, kicker was, yeah, he was going to pretend like he's kicking a pumpkin or something like that. And the thing went, died. no one thought it was going to make it. Everyone's like, oh, no, it's not even a, you know, it's it's almost like he was at LSU game uh, playing Florida and threw a shoe. That's what it looked like. It was like a wobbly shoe. So uh, get out of here with that garbage. Learn how to uh, pull for a game. And uh, wait, what else we got? What you uh, what you want to talk? I mean, that game was back and forth pretty much. Uh, yeah, but uh, let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I give uh, I give Tennessee credit. They they join the masses. Uh, apparently, uh, if Alabama plays a road game and you win, uh, you have to rush the field like you've never won a game in your life. Uh, the last team that didn't rush the field when they beat Alabama, uh, you know, at home was LSU. Uh, and and that's something we got to talk about is the fact that Brian Kelly. Uh, has got LSU Tigers throwing the ball uh, like Joe Burrow's come back to town, uh, and, and everybody is uh, everybody's freaking out a little bit uh, over the fact of uh, what if uh, LSU actually puts a couple of wins together down the road, uh, and they get they get a, that Alabama game, and they and they get a couple others. Uh, SEC could have themselves a, a huge mess at the top. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, but a game where I saw a huge mess that that was a uh, whatever happened to Penn State at halftime. Uh, you know they do this shared tunnel thing at Ann Arbor. Uh, everybody comes in uh, after the uh, halftime uh, starts and they join the, everyone in this tunnel. And you know and then people start saying a few things. They kind of get all they get all uh, emotional and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, but look, uh, whatever Penn State, uh, you know, uh, thought they were, uh, they're not. Uh, they're they're just not. 
Penn State yeah, came in the game undefeated. Uh, Michigan ran for almost 500 yards on them. Uh, so th- there's another team you can knock out. Uh, just just like yesterday, uh, you know my my poor uh, poor uh, uh, you know Kansas Jayhawks that I, I talked up a few weeks ago. Uh, you know things have happened. Quarterbacks went out. Uh, you know and uh, you know unfortunately Kansas can't win all the games like I thought they were. Uh, yeah, so- but, but but going back to Penn State though, I, I disagree with it. I mean, they didn't, what was a quality win? I mean, now you're going to say that Purdue was a quality win because uh, I mean Ohio, I mean Auburn, Central Michigan, Northwestern. I mean, those are their wins. I mean, I you know I mean we got to stop this like high ranking overplaying. Uh, teams that turn out not to be anything. And now, uh, anyway, but yeah, keep, keep going. No, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. There's a bigger problem there, Tommy. Like, the real problem is that because of the name of the school, if you have uh, an undefeated record, you're automatically placed in the top 10. That's just how this thing works. You got to go yeah. back to 1990 uh, when you didn't have one of like five or six teams win a national championship. Uh, yeah. and, and, and they actually based it on the quality of your of your schedule and the quality of your team uh, instead of right. just simply what your name was. Uh, but right. look, uh, that, that, that to me, like that's the biggest problem, and that's why yesterday's games, honestly, were boring. I mean, you just have a lot of big name teams all just pushing each other around, uh, and and all the exciting stuff wasn't even on television. Uh, like like our uh, favorite, uh, you know, and Ricardo uh, unfortunately yeah. couldn't make it there, so he ended up in the hamburger eating contest. But uh, you know, yeah. that that was the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors uh, yeah. getting a huge win over Nevada. Uh, Nevada, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that—that's a game. Yeah, I tried to turn on. I couldn't see the game. I mean, they said it was going to be over here, go over there, and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what? Uh, Shager had a, a, a decent 170, uh, 73 yards. You know what I mean, through for interceptions. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, now you're two and five. Now you can uh, rush the field now anytime you play somebody, I guess. I mean, that's uh, what yeah. it comes down I mean, to. I their bowl yeah. hopes are alive, Tommy. I mean, actually, in Hawaii, you always get to be a bowl team. I mean, that's just how it works. You, you are the you are the home team for the bowl game, you know, no matter how bad you are. Uh, but, yeah. uh, look, they, they could actually play like a real game uh, outside of Hawaii, uh, which is something all Hawaiians uh, always look forward to, is uh, getting back to the mainland and uh, where all the great people are uh, and getting yourself into a nice game in El Paso. So Texas, and that's that's what we're all uh, striving for this year. Uh, so when your favorite team goes down, just remember uh, the Alamo still has room for you, uh, yeah. and, and that's that's where uh, uh, all of our hopes and dreams, uh, you know, are going to come back to the, the great old state of Texas, uh, yeah. where where Quinn Ewers uh, is playing his heckle heckle yeah, Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's got it kind of backwards like I do, but uh, it's uh, it's happening uh, every every other week now. Either he throws a million yards and looks amazing, or he looks pedestrian with his one seventy five and a couple of scores. Yeah, uh, but they got the win. You know, that's all that matters. They you know? they got the win. Yeah, I mean, to your point, yeah, wasn't the cleanest win. Uh, but uh, yeah, speaking of uh, other quarterbacks that are hit or miss, uh, you got Pine. And uh, uh, for those of you who don't know who Pine is, uh, Pine, which is kind of funny, played the tree. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the the hunchbacks of Notre Dame uh, let Stanford, a one-win team, come in there to South Bend uh, and bend uh, the branch 
Uh, yeah, SMA had a fumble, so Pine have a fumble. You can't do double fumbles. You're your two best players. And uh, uh, Stanford beat you by field goals. Yeah, I mean uh, they did. Yeah. Everybody loves threes, uh, you know. And, yeah. and if you watched, uh, if you watched any of this Alabama game, you'll notice that it's always third down. Uh, it just never changes. Uh, it's going to be third down for the rest of uh, this. Uh, uh, apparently, the rest of this life uh, that we're in. So, uh, yeah. Drew Drew Pine, however, is not a fan of third down. Uh, Notre no. Dame cannot get the ball across. Uh, a marker. Uh, they, they went something yeah. like three for 12 on third down against one of the worst teams in football. And it's just yeah. not fun. I mean, you know, they've already threatened Drew Pine. Everybody saw that. Uh, they, they got on the telephone that they, you know, their little Batman yeah. phone and, and they told yeah. him, look, Commissioner Gordon's coming down there uh, to rip you a new one if you don't get it together. Uh, but instead, uh, apparently Drew Pine just stopped answering the phone. I mean, that's just what you do. You know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of fact, you know, if you, if you're struggling and you see your boss calling, you just don't answer. Uh, so that's how Drew Pine's rocking these days. Uh, and Notre Dame's right there with him. Marcus Freeman, uh, trying to keep this, uh, ship alive. Uh, but we all know when Brian Kelly left town, Notre Dame went with it. Uh, and, and that's where they're at at this moment. Yeah. So Drew Pine, uh, you know, probably going to get replaced by uh, the Clay Hilton army. Uh, you know, a guy who yeah. can coach a little football and maybe win a few games. Yeah. You know, I think I, I mean, a lot of these guys are losing these awful games. Uh, I think they're going to try to make a case in a couple of years. We're going to say, okay, we're going to create a league where it's like a swing league where it's like, um, what I mean by that is, all of a sudden, you're playing that garbage. You're just going to play another garbage team. You have a better chance of winning. I mean, you're there for uh, basically to see a good good matchup, right? I mean, even if you're playing. That's when the NFL sends all these teams over to London. It doesn't matter as long as it's a good matchup, right? It could be the bottom. Uh, but granted, that's apples to oranges, uh, two different leagues. But I'm gonna, uh, let's wrap this one up here. I just want to make a quick little honorable mention to, um, to uh, congratulations for uh, Vanderbilt taking uh, time off to go see uh, a Georgia game and, uh, you know, getting the best seats in the house by just sitting on their duffs on the field while Georgia whizzed right by them. Uh, best seats to have. Uh, they beat them 55 to nothing. Get out of that garbage. Fold your organization. Get out of the SEC. Uh, say la vie. Uh, take the baseball whistling people with you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, the baseball team's good. I'm not going to hate on Vandy's baseball team. But, uh, uh, yeah, I want to I wanna make a, a quick little mention uh, to, uh, to, uh, Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State actually decided to play football. And Gil Branson, uh, guess what? He only, he only threw one pick. Uh, that's serviceable. Uh, that's college football. A lot of, uh, quarter, good quarterbacks throw a pick. Uh, granted, he threw it like 40 yards over his receiver's head. Receiver didn't even turn around and the ball was coming. Uh, I don't even understand. It was like a bad video game. Forrest Gump was running out there or something like that. Forrest Gump was Yeah, he held the button down too yeah. long. I mean, it happens to all of us. You know, yeah. you, you want one thing and then you hit the other. And then the next thing you, you just throw the controller at your dog and say, I'm done with it. Uh, yeah. but, but look, that's, uh, that's Oregon State football. Yesterday was a good one. Uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy he didn't join the, uh, the league of interception, uh, throwers at, uh, Oregon State's, uh, you know, cause they're trying to set new records there. Uh, but he's keeping his name clean. Uh, so pr- props to him. Uh, props to anybody who, but, can but throw you know more. what they did is they, I mean, the, the, you, the progression got to hand it to him because, uh, you know, Gil Branson is the second, uh, quarterback, but he did throw picks, uh, uh, you know, to equal the four quota that they had there for a minute. Uh, but they're like, okay, well, you're, you're not, you can't throw picks. Remember then he was taking sacks. They, they, they glued the, the ball to his hand or something like that. So he went through picks. And then now they're like, okay, we, we, you know, one step at a time. 
now you have to release the ball. And granted, he's kind of working on that, but uh, hats off to Gil Branson. Uh, you're going to make a great uh, uh, elf league player, European league, whatever. It's going to ha- I'm sorry, I don't mean to trash. You're going to turn out to be a really good guy and make billions of dollars uh, suing people or something like that, honorable. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I just want to. Uh, well, let's wrap this one up. Uh, give me, give me one more to go, and don't make it the Syracuse game uh, because uh, Syracuse, NC State, nobody really cares about that. All right, I'll give you my last one, uh, and, and that's going to be to the Academy of the Air Force, uh, who not only destroyed UNLV, uh, but also uh, managed to convince the referee in the game to go up in the stands uh, at Allegiant Stadium uh, to inform the UNLV band they were not welcome to play music. Uh, and uh, nobody minds that. I mean, you know, nobody's nobody's paying a top dollar for the UNLV marching band. Uh, but if you ask me, yeah. uh, when a team's losing as badly as as UNLV was losing uh, to Air Force Academy, going up yeah. and having a referee stop the game uh, to inform your band director to keep it quiet, buddy, uh, is a little over the top. But that's just how things are these did, days. Did you explain, but then no, explain that to people. Forget like how, how the decorum of bands play. Yeah, yeah. There's all these rules, you know, about everything in college football except attacking quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. and, and one of them is that the band cannot play. Uh, while the opposing team is on offense. So, uh, uh, in other words, UNLV was playing a lot uh, during Air Force Academy's offensive drives. That's against the NCAA regulation. Instead of just simply uh, telling the coach, like, hey, buddy, send that kid over there with the orange hat to find somebody in the band, tell him to keep it quiet or we're penalizing you. Uh, instead, he's, he decides, look at me. Uh, you guys, uh, keep the camera on me. I'm doing something special today. I'm walking up in the stands uh, with my arms, you know, propped by my side like a little army soldier uh, and telling these people to keep it quiet. Uh, it's my football game at Allegiant, and uh, everybody knows I'm the biggest, strongest man in Vegas. Yeah, and they're, they're playing there right off the strip. And Allegiant, uh, it's Allegiant Stadium, Alliance Stadium. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I mean Allegiant is the company. You can, yeah, I don't Legion, care what you yeah, call yeah, the place, whatever, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, they're the ones who forked over the money to put their name on this uh, monstrosity owned No, it's a great Davis. stadium. No, that's a great stadium. It's just you do not, as a college, you know, you need to do what Hawaii does and go play at your women's soccer stadium. You know, 9,000 people show up and it looks like uh, there's like 100,000. That's what you have to do. you you got to get behind it. You don't need to have a. De- I mean, I mean, you, there's a lot of programs out there. They don't have giant stadiums, but they fill up. Uh, you know, they had to see their teams lose. Uh, uh, so uh, you know, they they could be in that number. I I just don't understand why if it's Vegas, bring in a magician, a clown, bring in something, bring in like a fire. St- you know, add something, add some flair to it. You're right there. Bring it all in and pack that stadium out. It's a nice one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, duh, 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 what else you got? That's, uh, that wraps it up right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that pretty much sums up the day. Referees uh, win again, uh, and every uh, everyone's fans go home disappointed. Uh, except for Tennessee, who is floating in a river. Uh, and, and I hope they're having a nice time. And, uh, you know, don't don't let the water market sins uh, get to you because uh, it could be a nasty time. Uh, so enjoy yourselves, everyone. Uh, another week of college football uh, is complete. And, uh, and just know Ricardo Lungus uh, is out there uh, stuffing lead in his opponent's hamburgers. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for listening to Time In. Yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me, as always, Anthony North, TTFN.